Hi, I'm Obi. That's Ed. We are drinking from the Garden Hood, your favorite podcast. You can find us wherever you get all the good podcasts. We're there. Download us, like us, leave comments, follow us, and give us feedback. Ed, how are you? Doing great, Obi. Made it through uh, Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, I'm ready for another episode as we get into the deeper into the holiday season. And we got some feedback from our from- last episode, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. We did. We did get some feedback. And, you know, as a, um, what I'd like to say, a coffee snob who enjoys decaf, I really thought that our feedback was stellar. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about non-alcoholic beer uh, in our last episode. And the gentleman who told us about non-alcoholic beer. The fuck is that noise? (laughs) we're supposed to be talking about feedback, and now you're just trying to piss me off. I'm already cranky as it is, and you're, you're, and you're, you're sure doing you're this cranky enough. I'm, I'm like, I'm, when we started this podcast a year ago, it was cranky men in training. I'm not in training anymore. I'm freaking cranky. So this guy tells us about non-alcoholic beer and that we should like it, athletic brewings all into it. So, of course, we talked about it last episode, and we get a little text message from him. Telling us that we're really selling athletic brewing short. They make really good stuff. And he's a grade A beer snob. And he would know. Obi, I think we both agree. It's impossible to be a grade A beer snob and drink non-alcoholic beer. Exactly. Exactly. You're not a snob. I don't know what you are. Um, You might have what you think are great tastes. And you know what? I've never tried this stuff. It might taste fantastic, but I think you lose the snob like moniker the moment you're like, and I'll do non-alcoholic. Like I said earlier, I'm not a, I don't call myself a coffee snob. I drink decaf sometimes. You just, you lose out the moment you, 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 you decaffeinate. Are you, are you listening to this? Are you hearing this? This is, this is madness like listening to like a Herschel Walker political speech. Like freaking madness. What the hell's going on here? Yes. So you cannot be a beer snob and and drink non-alcoholic beer. And so here's some other feedback I got. My mother is very upset with you, Obi. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You offended her. I, di- I apologize already. She She wants you to know that she did not just find out I didn't like turkey. She's known for a long time and just didn't give a shit. Well, I'd like to apologize to your mother and tell her good job. Because it's Thanksgiving. She should feed your ass to turkey whether you like it or not. So I think the lasagna was at turkey day only because someone else must have wanted it based on that feedback. Because she's known for a long time I don't like turkey and she don't care. She, As she said to me, <laughs> That's what you serve on Thanksgiving. So you, you suck it up and you deal. That's what she makes me suck it up and deal. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I'm I with her that she should make her son suck it up and deal. Now, I don't have grandchildren yet, but I wonder if the grandchildren didn't like turkey, if the turkey would you know be replaced. But I don't have grandchildren yet. Oh, I know for a fact, if my kids didn't like turkey, there'd be no turkey on the menu. I know that for a fact. 
Okay. My mom just doesn't want to cater to me. She'll cater to my kids every second of the day. Just me. Well, we're about a decade away from you know being in that boat too, but we still got some time. And we'll be like, oh, the, the grandkid doesn't like turkey here. No turkey on Thanksgiving anymore. Like, like seriously, am I the only one hearing this music? <laughs> this sound? Oh, you mean, uh, yeah, you're not the only one hearing it. This crazy background uh, music is brought to us by the Spiral Phonics. This is the Argot session. And as soon as my buddy uh, sent me his album and I heard some of it, I knew it make you a little crazy. And I asked if we could play it uh, during the podcast. And he said, yeah, sure. So I'll stop it now as it actually gets to the good part that's uh, not so creepy and weird. But this is, uh, you know, some strange music that he has, uh, that he makes, and I enjoy. Oh, my God. That's driving me nuts. Don't you write something? Oh, my Lord. Now, see, now we got through the feedback. Now I got, now we got to get into my real topic, my real rant. Thank God you shut that music off, because now I can think. But Obi, what I really wanted to talk to you about, bumper stickers. So here's the thing. I drive a lot for my job. I'm on the road a lot, and I see a lot of bumper stickers. And I always, I always think to myself, why do people put bumper stickers on their car? Now, I, I understand I have some magnets on my car as well, right? That, as was quickly pointed out to me yesterday when I said I was going to talk about bumper stickers. Well, you have them. But here's the thing. I have like normal, like neutral bumpers. Like I don't even have bumper stickers. I have a magnet. I have a R for Rutgers on the back of my car. Just says I like Rutgers. That's all it says, right? But there are people who have bumper stickers that tell me they're assholes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, and it, they, they, and I'm from what you're saying. And they have other people who have bumper stickers that tell those people that they're assholes. Because they disagree with each other, but they make sure that while driving on the road during a potential road rage incident, you know who to road rage at. Yes, yes. Like you, like okay. So your your so your car climbed Mount Washington. That's fine. I'm not going to get mad at you. I, I wonder why you defiled your car and put that bumper sticker on your car. But that's okay. No road rage. If you're going to have like the um, the uh, family, like the mom and the dad stick figures with the little kids and the dogs. Same thing. No big deal. But then you got the people who are like, I don't give a shit about your stick figure family. That's like aggressive. <laughs> like That is aggressive. They're... If you don't care, why do you, need, you don't need to tell me? Obviously, you do care. Well, so I don't care about the stick figure family either, but I'm not putting it on my car just to offend people by saying I don't care about your stick figure family. Like, it, I don't get that. Right, because you truly don't care. See, they care to not care. So they want the world to know they don't care because it's a type of caring. You don't care. You really have no feeling about it. They have a negative feeling, and they want the world to know, your bumper sticker's stupid. Here's a dumber one. Okay, so let's go. So, so some other topics. Guns. Okay, you own a gun. That's great. Why do you need to have them all over the back of your car? 
maybe you have a gun in the car and you want people to know not to road rage at you because you have a gun in the car. You're warning people. Well, maybe? then the bumper sticker should just say, I have a gun in the car. You know, take the baby on board and just change it to gun on board. And it'd be very simple. But instead, you have to have guns all over the place. Or what about the one, the classic one is uh, Calvin and Hobbes, right? And Calvin, right? It's Calvin that pisses on everything, right? It's Calvin so you, that pisses on everything, so yeah. Calvin and pisses on everything. So you, you have the people who have the bumper sticker of Calvin just pissing, which is fine. Whatever. It's cute. But then, inevitably, there's the person that has Calvin pissing on something. Now, if it's the Dallas Cowboys logo in the Northeast, that get, that, that's fine, right? But when it's, I don't know, people, <laughs> like politicians, or thoughts, or religions, or countries, like, why do you put that on your car? I don't know why you put that on your car. I don't know. I, I, as we talk, I should, I'll let you judge my bumper stickers, because I do have some bumper stickers. Okay. I have. I have a couple of magnets. I don't even know if they're still on all the cars or if they're there anymore. For that you know, the oval magnets that represented my kids' middle school and uh, elementary school, never the high school. I have a Darth Vader like face, uh, one of the window ones. We have a TARDIS. It's a Doctor Who thing on my wife's car, and. Her car is a Nissan Rogue, so she has an X-Man symbol because Rogue and X-Men, she thought that was cute. Do we, do we qualify as people who uh, I should be defending? No, you're completely neutral. So, like, you like a movie, you like this. What, like, that's not offending. It's just... And, 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 and here's the other thing. It's not even about offending. Um... Because I don't, you know, I'm going to hear, oh, snowflake this. By the way, I don't get offended by things. I just, I see these bumper stickers and Except I just being go, being called hmm. a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't like being called a dickhead. But I see these bumper stickers and it's not like I'm offended. Like, I'm just like, why do you feel the need to tell the whole world that you don't like half of them? Like, that, to me, I don't know, call me crazy. And maybe I'm just paranoid. But I just think that, it, like, why would you... Put something on your car that may or may not want someone to slash your tires. Like, so your car's parked in a parking lot, and you come out and your tires slashed, and then like you find out, like, well, maybe your I shouldn't have had that on the back of my car. Tires are slashed. Somebody yeah. hit your car, and they said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna run because this guy's uh, picked the this guy's on the opposite side of this issue than I am." Yes. And, and we could talk about really controversial issues, but like, would you go to Fenway Park in Boston and park your car with Yankee flags and Yankee stuff all over your car? You would assume you would come out and your windows would be broken, your mirror torn off the side, and maybe four flags. Yeah, you, you would be putting yourself in a predicament you probably don't want to put yourself in. You probably shouldn't have driven your Yankee vehicle all the way to the gate. But people do it constantly. People do it constantly. So another one. This is controversial. I'm going to say it, though, because I just, I just, I just, I watch, I look at this one and I go, hmm, doesn't make sense to me. So there's this magnet that's out there, and I'm sure, and it comes out about this time of year, and I'm sure you've seen it, Obi. It's the one that is like of the nativity scene with baby Christ, baby Jesus, 
And it says, keep Christ in Christmas. And I'm wondering, when did he get taken out of Christmas? The whole holiday is about Jesus. So I'm going to, interestingly, now we're going to go, we are, we're going to open up a can of worms. Maybe our last episode, who knows? So the interesting thing about keeping Christ in Christmas to a non-Christ believer is I understand why some people feel that Christ isn't in Christmas because of the number of non-Christ believers who are throwing up trees and going out and doing things on that day because the rest of the entire country shuts down. So the oddity, which I don't think those people are were trying to get to, is to keep Christ in Christmas, you would have to decrease the explosion that is Christmas. Companies would have to be open so that people who don't believe in Christ could go to work and the people who do believe in Christ could worship it in a more religious manner. But I, I agree with you because I don't think the sentiment matches what they really mean. What I think they're trying to say, and a lot of people hear them saying is, my version of Christmas that's religious is better than yours that's commercial. Yeah, so I think it's more of a I'm better than you type thing, right? Yeah. Without nitpicking, I think I see, I see it. I think it's in response to don't you dare say happy holidays. It's a Merry Christmas. Right? That's what I see when I see that magnet. Because here's the thing, Obi. I understand Christmas is commercialized. I understand there's people that maybe don't celebrate the religious holiday that are putting up trees. But they're also not going to church. So I'm right. pretty sure that at church on Christmas, Christ is in Christmas. I am 100% positive that those people who go to midnight mass, because I know a bunch of them who do, and uh, go to Christmas on Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, yes, they're keeping the Christ in Christmas. And I would even presume that the person who has that bumper sticker is. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. That's a weird slogan and definitely a weird thing to put on your car. Um, we don't have a lot of those those particular bumper stickers around where I am. But uh, yet, we have a lot more people putting fake reindeer uh, horns on their car with red with red dots on their nose. Yeah. Now, see, now that see that is not offensive. I think that's no, funny. That is funny, especially when you see the nose. Have you ever seen it where the nose actually rips off while the car is driving next to you and it hits the driver's window? I've seen that. That was No, I haven't seen that. Hysterical. Boom. I always prefer the cars that still have the nose and the antlers like on January 15th. It's hard to take down your Christmas decorations. Yeah, it's one thing to take your Christmas decorations down off your house. It's another one just to roll the window down and take the antlers out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like... <laughs> you, you should be able to undecorate your car right around December 26th, I would think. Well, you know, reindeers are prancing all winter. The reindeers don't stop prancing. They're reindeers. They don't care. That's true. So, Obi, on the bumper sticker thing, what do you think about the bumper sticker that says, proud parent of a blank, blank school honor student? Uh, 
when my son did get on honor roll the one some one marking period and i did not get that bumper sticker i was kind of relieved because you thought you were going to have to put it on your car because i think you have to when your kid makes honor roll celebrate it with him by putting the bumper sticker on the car so, I, so are you telling me that that's not a flex by the parent but it's more of like the reason why my mother wore ugly jewelry because I bought it for her for Christmas. Like you gotta like do that. I I think it's more of an ugly I think it's more of like Yeah. I think it's more of like, oh, the kid went to the Christmas thing and I still have this rock that my kid gave me in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I never looked at it that way, Obi. I don't have one of those on the back of my car. Nobody ever gave me a, a, a bumper sticker to put on my car saying my kid was an honor student. But that's an int- So I should stop passing judgment on all these people I pass on the road that have proud parents. I think, yeah, I think because the bumper sticker comes from the school. Okay. So, yeah. I think, I don't think it's a parent flex. I think it's a good job, kid. Keep it going. Because you never see him scrape it off the next marking period when the kid doesn't get it. Well, that's the other thing. Those bumper stickers stay on there for years. I mean, the kid is out of high school, on to college, might even have his first job. And mom and dad are still driving around with that bumper sticker, living it up. The kid's still, as a matter of fact, the kid's giving that car to his kids, the 30-year-old car. <laughs> My it's, a dad. Faded, it's a faded bumper sticker, but still there. Okay, so, so there's the controversial topics of bumper stickers I, I think we covered that and i think there's some even other ones like political like again i i find it amazing political we'll, we'll go here too like political uh bumper stickers that people leave the bumper stickers on after the election like okay you want to first of all i think it's weird that you got to drive around town telling everybody who unless it's you like if i was running for office i think i should probably have a bumper sticker saying elect ed right but I'm, it's weird that you drive around town telling everybody who you're going to vote for. I just think it's weird. I don't do it, and I think it's weird if you do it. But I really think it's weird when I drive and I see cars that have Trump 2020 or Biden-Harris 2020 on their cars. It's 2022. Why is it still on the car? How about Obama 08? <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel bad for I, those I, people that they still have that, that car. Like, like yo, yo, <laughs> That elect is over. That fight's done. That's like right. that's like having up a sign for like Tyson Holyfield. Like, why do you have a Tyson Holyfield sticker on your car? Like, that <laughs> fight happened. The ear was bit. We're done. So you know what I think when I see an Obama 08 sticker on a car? Here's exactly what I think. I, see, I don't like if I see Trump 2020 or Biden Harris, I go, man, you got to take that off. If I see Obama 08 and I've seen him, I think to myself, you bought that car used and you didn't take that shit off. You're probably right. Like you, you tried to scrape it off to use car. The bumper cracked. You're like, I'm just going to leave it there. Because I'm thinking like, Obama 08, that's an old-ass car, right? Yeah. And you're probably not the original owner if you're driving that. So why? So if I'm buying a used car, I'm not taking their bumper stickers with it. I'm taking it all off. I don't usually, I don't put bumper stickers on. Like I told you, I have those stickers on my car. That's a phenomena from my wife. 
and they're not even bumper stickers. I'm okay with it, but I don't put bumper stickers on my car because when I was maybe 10, let's say 10, we went to an amusement park. And when we came out of the amusement park, somebody had vandalized my father's car. And by vandalized, I mean, they put in a bumper sticker on the car advertising the amusement park. And my old oh. man lost his mind, like lost, it's indelible in my memory because he doesn't lose his mind all that often, especially at things that aren't me and my brother. And it was like, ooh. So I never wanted to put a bumper sticker of any kind on my car. But there are other bumper stickers I see that I'm like, why would you put that on your car that are not at all controversial? Like, I don't know what the band is now, but when we were growing up, like Fish in the Grateful Dead, like you're literally putting a bumper sticker on your car that says, hey, officer, <laughs> there's weed in here. <laughs> Yeah, I especially with, especially with Grateful Dead and Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grateful Dead and Fish, you're advertising you, you, you like to smoke a lot of pot. Yeah, but pull me over, officer, see what happens. You'll probably, probably get a ticket out of this one. That's a great point. Same reason you shouldn't have a big, like, uh, on the back window, a big, like, uh, Miller Lite logo. Right. Same, yeah. same difference, right? So, yeah. Obi, you're going down a road where I, you know, so... Nowadays, magnets are a big thing, right? But I agree with you. Back in the day, right, like, there used to be – see, that's the thing. You know, people are listening to us today that are a little young on the younger side don't know that a bumper sticker was really for the metal bumper, right? They don't make right. metal bumpers anymore. So to put a sticker on anything other than maybe the back window that you could scrape off easily is really defiling your car. I mean, because it's where – you're not taking it off without taking paint with it, whether it's on the bumper or on the car. So I used to always, I used to, I used to always really wonder, not even about whatever it said, like, why would you put a sticker on your paint job? Like, I, I still wonder that, but I used to, I remember that from a kid. Like, I remember, like, you don't put stickers on the car. Like, I learned that from my dad as well. So, like, people, like, put stickers on the actual paint job. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. And then, like, and, and fun, I mean... I, some people, I think, they, you know, they're decorating their car. Like, some people have so many bumper stickers on their car. Uh, it's like, that's just their paint job. The way, you know, I got stuff hanging on the wall behind me in my room here. But it's just well, their wallpaper. I think, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I think at one point, at some point, you make the decision, you're going to go all in and you're just going to go screw it and you're going to put it on wall. Then at that point, it is, it's like the same with all these piercings, right? Yeah, I'm going to have my eyebrow, my nose, my tongue, my lip. My, um, all my the, all five years right? like you just go for it right you're like yeah hey, i already look like shit anyway so i'm gonna go for it so i'm just thinking that that but to put the first one on when you put the first one on the paint job like at that moment you're like car's a piece of crap it's done like you you like you lose the value of the car pretty quickly don't you i think so but i wonder ed if modern bumper stickers are stickers or if they're um those things, uh, the, the, like cling, the kind of, like clings. Yeah, I wonder if a lot of them are cl I know the ones that are on my car; they're window ones. But one of them is actually a window cling. It's actually falling off one of the stickers I mentioned earlier. So I wonder if the big rare ones are clings now too. Well, I will tell you this: as a as a having a child who just got accepted to a college, 
they sell window clings, they sell magnets, but they also sell decals, which are stickers, right? Okay. So it all depends. Like, so you could get them, but I think the large majority of stuff you see on the back of a car, you can either tell it's a, a magnet, right? That's pretty easy because yeah. of the depth. But if it's not a magnet, I think that's a sticker. It's not a cling. It's very so, rare you're going to find a cling. You got? Did you get the window sticker? Is that what you're going to uh, advertise? Uh... You know, I I do not have a sticker on my car for my daughter's college. We uh, for her car that she's going to drive when she gets her driver's license. I got a small sticker that's in the, you know, the back driver's side at a rear window, those small sticker. Um, So no sticker yet. But, I, you know, I guess it goes back to the honor, the honor student thing. If, If she buys me one that says, you know, cross, you know, the, the old ones that go across the whole back of the window. Yeah. Yeah. You put on like the top or the bottom. If she buys that for me. Sure. It'll be on my car. Yes. And those are great. I remember like, you see like how many, you're like, how many kids do you have or how many different schools did your kid go to? Or your kid just can't make their mind up. You have four stickers there where they transfer every year. Yeah. Right. See Now, if I was that case, the thing about the back window, which is great about the back window is you can take a razor blade. And you can scrape the sticker all the way off, and you're not going to wreck anything. It's a piece of glass, right? So in that case, if your kid goes to school A and you put it on the top of the back window and they transfer out or they fail out, scrape off school A and put school B there. I don't know why you just keep going down until your back window, you can't see through it. doesn't make any sense. No, 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 it does not make any sense. But I often wondered when you still saw those, cars with multiple was it you have three kids or one kid in three schools like can i please get your stick figure uh sticker as well so i can understand how many colleges you really go into so and and you're you know the stick going back to stick figures that's where the stick figure comes in handy right because you know then you have your answers there yeah yeah so i think if you put in college on colleges on your window you need to have stick figures so that we understand your full scenario if you have like too big and two kids and four colleges. Well, something's going on there. Maybe they both went to grad school. I don't know. I think the other thing about the stick figures that really is helpful is you're driving behind like a big suburban. It's helpful to know, like, are these people just screwing the planet because they want to, because they only have like two stick figures or do they have like seven stick figures up there and they really need that size car, you know? So it really helps you size up the driver. Well, which goes back to where this whole thing started with, right? Like, you're, when you see those bumps, when someone puts a bumper sticker on their car, no matter what it is, whether it's something as simple as a Star Wars thing or something as political as Calvin pissing on the face of your least favorite politician, you are advertising, telling people something about who you are, which I guess people want to do, especially in today's world. We both have Facebook friends who will tell us who they are and who we should vote for. Um, Without, without a doubt, I just agree with you, though. Doing it in a car to a bunch of strangers with the just is opening yourself up for some real issues. I just feel like you're taking a chance that the guy who's stuck in traffic behind you staring at your whatever bumper sticker for, two, for 45 minutes is going to go crazy. It's going to really hate you. I agree. Or the parking lot. Or the parking lot. You don't know what's going to, you know, sometimes shopping carts don't just randomly hit your car, if you know what I'm saying. Right, right. I, you, yes, sometimes 
They do, and sometimes somebody pushes them there. Exactly. And why would you put your car in that position? Unless, of course, you're driving around that Obama 08 sticker car, and then I guess you don't care. Then maybe you want somebody to hit your car. Then you can call it in, get it totaled, and then buy a new car with Obama 2012. No, you probably get the Hillary 16 sticker. I'm, I'm assuming if that's where you're going, but. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? In any case, that bumper sticker would suck. And the charm is that we suck. Thanks for listening. I'm Obi. That's Ed. We are drinking from the garden hose. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. So I'm Obi. That said, this may be an addendum to the episode you just listened to. This may be an extra episode. In any case, we're drinking from the garden hose. You can guess wherever you get your podcast. So in the last episode we just recorded, I had written down that I had something I wanted to bitch about. And I forgot to mention it. I started talking to Ed about it. You said, go for it. So, Ed, what was it I didn't like? Giving Tuesday, you said you had to get some stuff off your chest about Giving Tuesday. You looked serious about it. I can't wait to hear you rant about Giving Tuesday, especially as a nonprofit professional who was begging people for money that day. And you begging people for money, by the way, was exactly what got my goat. Because here <laughs> I am. I'm on the board of a tiny little almost $10,000 endowed charity and i'm throwing out hey can you give on giving tuesday to me and then i got 1800 people who are following major major big cancer of america give on giving tuesday and you from the ymca give on giving tuesday i'm like how am i this was supposed to be for little charities like mine to get a few extra bucks that you had left after cyber monday and now in comes the Y and the Red Cross and American Cancer Institute squashing the dream of my poor little tiny charities. And that is my thing. Can't you big guns keep giving Tuesdays to us, the little folks? So that's an interesting philosophy. I, I thought you were going to take this another because I, I can tell you why I'm a little I can understand why people are annoyed with giving Tuesday. And I thought you were going to go in this direction, but that's a really interesting take. So it's like black Friday. Think about this though. Black Fridays for the big box stores. Right. And so that's black Friday. And then, so they created um, local Saturday, right. Or was it a small business Saturday? Right. So right, they're supposed right. to patronize mom and pop shops on, on Saturdays. And then giving Tuesday came. So what I think you're advocating for, and of course, the well-oiled fundraising machines of the large nonprofits have some really slick stuff going out and it just like permeates everywhere. Right. And then you get supporters that then reshare and it's like all over your Facebook. And, but you got this little, and I saw your post and I actually probably piss you off a little more. I almost gave to it. Almost gave to it. And then somebody came around and you're like, eh, I'm going to give to them. Yeah, no, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I got I, I to gotta bust his chops a little bit before I give him money. But so I see what you're saying. So maybe it's like 
give to the small people on Tuesday and then on Wednesday, whatever you have left over, give to the big people. Maybe you got to create a new holiday here or something. Obi. I think we do. I think we do. I think in the beginning, Giving Tuesday was really a lot more the smaller groups got came around. And then the bigger groups were like, wait a second. We're not going to pass this up. And they Well, you in. can't. Because then yeah. what happens is when you go ask somebody, they go, oh, I gave to the little uh, dojo down the street on Tuesday. I got nothing left. So then the big right. guys are like, nah, we ain't waiting. Nope. We're getting nope. in. So I thought where you were going to – so, I, by the way, I think, you're, I think you're right. I don't know the answer to it. I understand why you're, I understand why you're annoyed by it. But I think most people listening to this episode were also annoyed because, you know, they want to go on to their social media channels to get the latest gossip. They want to hear the latest, you know, shenanigans right out in the world. And instead, it was just like one ad after another ad, another person groveling for money, telling why their story was the best. I mean, it was somewhat insufferable on social media on, on Giving Tuesday. I, um, yeah, I posted, I felt bad about posting. I, I said, I have a few, uh, text chains I sent it to and I felt bad too because I'm like I'm literally sending this to a group text where two of the people on the group text posted for you know Giving Tuesday on Facebook like if there's all there it's a lot and it's everybody's just asking everybody for money it's like the office uh grab bag like okay I'll give to I'll give to Ed Ed gives to Obi Obi gives to Florida man. Florida man gives to uh, a dingo, and a dingo gives to the guy who wrote the music in the other episode. Like, can't we all just give to our own then? Well, you you make a good point, and it's almost like Girl Scout cookies in the office as well, right? Like, so you know, I'm sure you've dealt with this. Like, the first person shows up and says, "Hey, my daughter's selling Girl Scout cookies." Do you want any? So you're like, sure, I like Girl Scout cookies, and you buy some. And then, like, three days later, the next person comes and says, hey, my daughter's selling Girl Scout cookies. So, like, you learn, like, oh, shit, everyone's selling Girl Scout cookies. i got to pace myself here. I can't buy all the boxes from the first person because then I'm screwed. i got to say yes because then it gets around, like, you bought from Jimmy. So then you, like, buy one box from Jimmy, one box from Sally, another one from Susie. And then that, that year comes where Susie and you forgot that Susie and Sally's kids got too old and it's only Jimmy, but you only got one box. And now you're like, your kids are yelling at you. Where, where are the thin bits? Like, shit, no Susie and Sally this year. So it's kind of the same thing with Giving Tuesday because you got friend A that's asking, friend B that's asking, and how do you? And then, and then it's like, do I want to be the guy that just overloads my friends with my groveling? Like, and so then you think about sending send, but then you're like, well, I got to work <laughs> and people are expecting me to do this. So I got to do it. It's, I don't know. It's a weird day. It, it is. It, yes, you're exactly right. It, it's, it's a day that all intentions are good there, but it's sort of like you're hoping what you're really doing is reminding the people who gave to you last year on Giving Tuesday, hey, we still exist. Want to give to us again, which then goes back to your organization has, I'm sure, slick mailing lists, you know, constant touch points with the people who give to keep giving more. I have a, a small database with like 10 names, 15 names. Like these are our big donors. Boom. And 
and, and, and you're competing. And if a donor is somebody who's like, I'm a big donor, I give to this and this, but then the slick one keeps getting to you. And then Christmas comes and your kid needed a, a special gift. The small guy loses again, which is, that's just the nature of the beast. But yeah, it, it was incredible how many people all of a sudden had a charity they wanted to. And you'd be like, yeah, okay. But some of them are huge. And then some of them are like, Joe's I think there should be a new stuff. rule though, Obi. I think I know where you're going. I think there should be a new rule on Giving Tuesday. And I think this will help everybody out. You are only allowed to solicit on social media for organizations that you actually work or volunteer for. That would be a great Giving Tuesday uh, written rule. Like, if, you, if you're on the board, you're employed by, you volunteer for, go ahead. But yep. don't be like, because I think, because there's some of that that's happening too, right? There's, there's, a, there's somebody who has no Giving Tuesday desires, but they're your friend. And they see your charity, like, oh, yeah. Bing, let me show, let me do some Giving Tuesday sharing. Bing. Yeah, that or then you, you also get the, oh, I was touched by, and maybe I shouldn't use cancer, but I was touched by cancer. And so it's a, it's a, uh, it's a charity that I support. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to send it out to all my friends. Please support the American Cancer Society because I support it. But if you, but my, my rule would discount that because you could do that another day. You could ask for the money. Giving Tuesday, if you don't work for them, volunteer for them or on their board, you can't advertise. I like your rule. It doesn't. And you know why I like it? Because it clears the clutter and helps me get my message out there to raise more money for my organization. It does help you get your message out there. But uh, my man Chris makes a good video and he makes a nice little uh, marketing ploy. To get, to get only one YMCA as opposed to everyone who's one of Ed's friends, by the way, nobody nobody was sharing mine, so don't worry about it. I that. know. <laughs> nobody. Everyone no. was a, disgusted just as much as you were that I was sharing it. So nobody was sharing it. But yeah, I but think you, what you should do is you should take your little video that you're so mad that no one saw, and you should attach it to this podcast episode. Okay. I'm going to try to find a way to do that and publish this uh, podcast. Well, set, since I run the socials for this podcast, send me the link of the video. And when I tweet out the the podcast episode and when we put it on facebook we'll make sure the link to your um charities on there all right so that's what we're going to do